If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. I'm Dustin Ross. This is the Friend Zone, and here's the news that you can use. First up, Carol Baskin made her debut on ABC's Dancing with the Stars last night, and according to the judges, she killed it. Next, <laughs> the family, the family of Carol Baskin's dead husband, aired a real commercial. This actually happened for real. They aired a real commercial last night during Dancing with the Stars, pleading for anyone with tips on their loved one's 1997 unsolved death and disappearance to call in. They ended the commercial by staring into the camera and saying, "Carol, we gonna get you, bitch." <laughs> and finally. According to her social media accounts, Carol Baskin was one of many watching Sunday's versus battle between Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight. Carol posted several flame emojis when Gladys played her James Bond soundtrack hit, License to Kill. <laughs> this is the Friend Zone. You're weekly looking at all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene because we ain't got no damn musty brains. Francesca, how are you doing, my love? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing this week? Alive. Alive. Amen. Can't say the same for Carol Baskin's husband. Oh, my goodness. Allegedly. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. So, killer, killer, killer. <laughs> before we jump into this week's episode, does either one of you have an announcement to make? I have an announcement. Finally, what you got for us? I'm getting Verizon Fios this week. Oh, you know what? That's huge. <laughs> That's a big deal. I'm so sorry. That is that means the world to me. Y'all don't understand how my stuff has been dropping in and out. The lagging, the lack of being able to game. Like it's it's been stressful. I've been holding it together. I've been patiently awaiting Verizon Files. I cannot wait for you to arrive. What did you have? Optimum, right? Optimum, optimum. Just fucking it up. And then the new optimum that I have at this new place, they had like a smart router, and the bitch just ain't that smart. Like it's pissing me off. I just can't wait. I had to share that. Excuse me. The only optimum we acknowledge is the hair product line. Now y'all remember like <laughs> optimum care, optimum shampoo, and them hair products in the salons. Now that's the that's the optimum we fuck with. The rest of that shit they talking about. Bye. To the left, please. <laughs> so with that being said, I actually have the black business of the week. All right, friend. So 16-year-old Paris McKenzie. 
That's a lot already. Come on, Paris. Sixteen year old. Okay. Right. I ain't even heard of it. Come on, Paris. Paris McKenzie is now the owner of a beauty supply at thirty two eleven Church Avenue in Brooklyn. Get out of wow. here! It, it opens Monday through Saturdays from nine thirty a.m. to eight o'clock p.m. You can find her on Instagram at Paris Beauty Supplies with a Z at the end, and her official site ParisBeautySupplies.com. Sixteen years Love old, it. y'all. Love it. Sixteen That's at work, um. not at war. <laughs> at work. <laughs> oh, where's Karina Pajon? Where is Karina now? Damn, you just took me back. Shout out Probably to Carrie. On the battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Carrie. He was always posting her videos of her playing piano on the rooftop. Shout out to Carrie. <laughs> Can't love you in slow motion now. Mm. So y'all ready for this week's recap segment? Yeah. Yep. If you got Ashley kneecap segment, you can get what you need from uh, Paris Beauty Salon <laughs> or Beauty Supplies with a Z. Thank you. With a Z. So last week's episode titled Five Years of the Friend Zone. We looked back Ooh. at five years of our podcast, the business lessons, the personal development and the many ways that this show has impacted our lives. My favorite part is that a lot of you chimed in and experienced how much you love us and how this show has impacted your lives as well. Asante, who stood out to you? I would like to give a shout out to Regine in the emails. Regine! <laughs> uh, the subject here is thank you, Re five years of TFZ. My name is Ray, and I've been a huge fan of you all since the very first episode. You both are, you all are truly amazing and genuine people and have inspired me to start my own podcast with my close friend. Starting our podcast has both been fun and terrifying, and listening to this episode was so affirming and a reminder that we are on the right path. I just wanted to personally thank each of you for not only this episode, but everything you've been doing for the past five years. I wish you many more years of success, and I can't, P.S., I can't wait for the Rona to evaporate so I can attend another show. And she included a photo. Oh. Where she was at the show, and it just oh, made me miss the show. Was that Toronto? I don't remember. I just know that Alice had bought me that for my birthday. That looks like <laughs> Toronto. That's Toronto, right? That's Toronto. Definitely, you know? I remember because I, I remember our outfits for some reason. <laughs> you <laughs> see, because you know that was part of the live experience. You know, I remember that girl that wouldn't shut up in the audience. Oh my, oh my god. god! Why does that keep coming back up? Anyway, that's who I found. It. <laughs> Friend, what did you find in them SoundCloud streets? So on SoundCloud, DSwag2K18 said, listening to this week's show is making me super emotional. And then he posted the crying emojis. I'm so thankful oh, to have this show in my life. <laughs> oh my he sound God. like a singer, don't he? What's his name? D-Smoke. What's his name? DSwag2K18. Oh he said, I'm so yeah, thankful. <laughs> I'm so thankful <laughs> to have this show in my life. I love you guys. Heart emojis. Y'all introduced me to Ari Lennox, and now I'm obsessed with her. Y'all introduced me yes. to Tiffany, the budgetista Alice, and now hey. I'm part of her Live Richer Academy and working towards my financial freedom. That's hey. so awesome. I think that's been my favorite part, too. Not only the work that we've done, but the amazing guests we've had on throughout the years. Yes. The gems between Tiffany, the budgetista, Haas, mm-hmm. the two episodes mm-hmm. we've done with her, like all of our friends of the shit, Shannon, yes. Maya, 
Yes, yes, yes. You name it. Obviously, the crossovers that we would do with the read, remember, (laughs) for Christmas? Mm -hmm. Hilarious. Tax Stone. I mean, you name it. Everybody. Shout out to Tax. Shout out to Tax. Ari Lennox. Ari Quinn. Ari. All of our sisters. Mm -hmm. So that's been the the coolest part. And I think that's going to be the next challenge, us getting guests with this virtual setup we haven't jumped into that yet but we're gonna figure that out we ain't there yet (laughs) but we hopefully we'll get there (laughs) (laughs) what about you dustin what'd you find in the twitter streets first up i want to give a shout out to at two blue note two blu note who said i finally completed my lewis york music playlist this is a labor of love my strategy was to find any song which was blessed with their talents. I hope my good sis Google didn't lead me astray. <laughs> Shout out to Tubu Note for the Claude and Chuck Mega Mix by Robert Christian Walker. That's and so bomb. Thank you for that. Yes. Shout out to my friend LaTroy from L.A. who tweeted, My friend said virtual learning is getting on her nerves, so she just about to take her child to get her GED. Wow. The child is seven. <laughs> <laughs> the child is <laughs> LaTroy tweeted that. <laughs> Hilarious. Shout out to LaTroy. Okay. Shout out to uh, Professor Larry at Lawrence0295, who responded to a tweet saying that GameStop is set to close 300 more stores this year. Wow. Damn. By saying, by saying this is really going to get you good, Asante. Listen to this. He said, I'll give you $43 for all 300 stores right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you shit. take them games and shit back to GameStop, they don't give, they will Hell give you 25 yeah. cents for a $300 It don't game. matter if you use so, that. If, it don't even matter if you ain't used that disc. You could have just cracked that bitch open. Still got the plastic on it. <laughs> like, and they're like, God. well, bitch, it's, it's worth a nickel. <laughs> right. So, shout out. That was so funny. Bitches. He said 43 bucks for all these stores. <laughs> Uh, I also want to give a shout out to my friend Twiggy, Twiggy Poochie Garcon, who tweeted, shout out to the Ballroom's exclusive House of Landvin on their partnership with Landvin o- Official. Yes. This video is over. So they, the Ballroom House of Landvin actually partnered <laughs> with Landvin yes. in real life. And they have this beautiful video series that they created. So dope to see all wow. these ballroom kids repping these houses, actually partnering with the real fashion houses. It's about Much more time. elevation. It's so dope to see. And the last tweet I want to laugh at, I'm not even going to attribute it to somebody's name, but let's just say that. So Giselle from Housewives of Potomac, who I've been told y'all dress like the lights was off every time you see her. Oh my God. She had some, she posted her 50th birthday photo shoot and it's really bad. Like it's a picture that, I mean, it's just bad. And she opens the caption by saying 50 never looked better. Well, actually it did. But instead of instead of being mean and nasty, I just want to say somebody posted a GoFundMe that they created that <gasps> says no. Giselle Bryant's 50th birthday reshoot. So they want uh-uh. they're, they're trying to raise $15,000 to give her a reshoot for this awful birthday photo <laughs> shoot. And this is, now you really want to laugh, listen to this, y'all. They say, uh, <laughs> as Real Housewives of Potomac stands, we cannot let... This is the bio on the GoFundMe. I'm so dead. <laughs> as Real Housewives of Potomac stands, we cannot let this atrocity stand. <laughs> I'm, in the words of Karen Huger, Giselle is a good-looking woman, and this photo celebrating her 50th year does not accurately portray the beauty that exists in this woman. She was done so dirty with this photo shoot that <laughs> we would like to raise funds to give her a redo. We will be hiring a stylist, makeup artist, hairstylist, 
photographer and securing a good location to capture the beauty and power behind this Potomac icon. Please help us raise funds to show Giselle what is possible with good taste and quality collaborate. Stop it. <laughs> I, know Go, I know GoFundMe is tired of our shit. Imagine, okay. imagine the administrators reading that shit. Them and Wikipedia. Man, I fell out. And the picture itself, y'all. That oh, picture. but she's beautiful. She is, but... You see how you said, but she's beautiful? She <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it right there. <laughs> hey, you know, I could go on and on, but that's it. That's all I got to say about these. Are you going to talk about Potomac? When we get there. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so this week is the Asante Smith takeover. So Asante, let us know what we're jumping into in the hot button this week. Well, you know, we've been having a lot of nostalgia and all of them things of that nature. We've been talking about all of the shows that we've done, all of the wonderful things that we've done while we've had this podcast our, our, during our tenure here. Um, <laughs> and I just thought, why not reach into the vault and pull something out that we used to do and do it some more just because we haven't done it in a while and make up for lost time. So this is going to be an Icebreakers episode. Hey, I'm with it. Yeah, it's going to be an episode full of Icebreakers I feel like before I used to ask some like really hard ones or some really confusing ones or even some ones that were that, you know, you, you might regret answering. I don't know. I want to I don't want to bring up old shit. You know, I'll let the listeners, uh, you know, duke that out next yeah, week. Yeah, got me in trouble with the Tony Braxton. Yeah, I, I, I want to say it. Friend. I want to say it. But, you know, um, I just made a list of icebreakers. They're not that ridiculous, but I, well, some of them might be. I, I did make some a lot of these up for the ones that I didn't make up because you know it's uh, no plagiarism over here. I, I was looking around the internet and my eyes can't squint so hard, but uh, I'll make sure these links are included. But museumhack.com, they have a great list of icebreakers and conversation starters world. Um, icebreakers are used, you know, to start or to break the ice before starting, you know, meetings, um, first day of school, all sorts of group activities. So this is a great way for you to have fun with your friends, do something on Zoom. And, uh, you know, don't forget to tweet us at Pod and let us know what your response would be to some of these icebreakers as well. Because I know how a lot of y'all do out there. A lot of y'all probably going to be yelling at the, I was going to say the radio, how old am I? <laughs> a lot of y'all going to be yelling at whatever y'all listening to us on. So... I'm going to start. This one's going to be, it's going to be all over the place. I'm going to start with some good ones, some weird ones, some stupid ones. And the first one is, if you could trade lives with one celebrity for a day, who would it be? And what would you do? Wow. Hmm. <laughs> I, would, I would put my life back um, to 1997. And I would become Carol Baskin, but I would marry Donald Trump. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is so rude. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm picking Whack up. Them. I'm picking okay. up what you're putting down. Whack them, okay? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this has started out way Already. more ridiculous. Like, I do. I do. <laughs> Put my name on everything and whack them, just like she did. I Carol Baskin, but I would marry Donald Trump. <laughs> Go on, yo, What's yo. <laughs> Damn, Dustin, why did you say that? How like, can I follow that I up? <laughs> Yo, when I tell you that took me all the way out of wherever I was gonna go, and that's exactly what I would do as Carol Baskin <laughs> to my husband. 
take them all the way out, just like she did. Bye, bitch. Carol Baskin's coming for you. She's coming to get you. Baskin's on your askins. That's right. <laughs> Who would I be? Who's a cool celebrity? What about Tracy Ellis Ross? You know, it's That'd funny you're saying that because I've been binging girlfriends <laughs> for the past like. Have you really? Yes, okay. I have. Let me just say, rewatching these shows as an adult is an experience. Yes, it, <laughs> it is. is. It's very, very different from what I remember, but it's very good. <laughs> girlfriends has actually been really fun. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross. I don't know that she would At be least my then choice. She'll be pretty. She'll be stylish. She have a, <laughs> a sustainable career. Respect right? amongst your peers. You know, I feel like it'd be a. You know, you'd be comfortable over there if you just have to do this thing. You but know that's why saying? I wouldn't. I would want to pick someone that is completely foreign to what I'm experiencing now. Someone mm. that is just like ridiculously different on the opposite spectrum of where I'm at. Like um, Cardi B. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a good one. Cardi. Yes. Or maybe um, I don't know. I can't think of a celebrity I'd be. Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Could you okay, imagine? Let's, let's let's open it up then, and that's, you can you can even have a redo if you or another. Oh selection. no, mine is my. Yeah, dude, no, no, you said, yeah, it is. It, it was gone. I just I'm know. doing that for the people. I just you know, know you like I'm to play. Saying? I just know you like to play. So that's all I'm saying. Um. I'll even open it up to it can be like, you know, politicians, uh, infamous people or, um, hmm. you know, like authors even because sometimes they can be celebrity, but not really. So, you know, celebrities can fall under a plethora of categories. I mean, I don't know. I have a couple of different ones in mind. Go I ahead. I want to be. Um, well, it w- I would need to get in the time machine a little bit. I would want to be Obama while he was in office. Just to, you know, do all the fun Ooh, shit. The stress. Right. I mean, hell yeah, the stress. But, you know, it would only be for a day. So I would just do all the fun <laughs> shit and go back to my regular life. Um, Can you imagine getting cussed out by Michelle Obama? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that would be... Please believe she she lives in her. Please believe there's a there's another Michelle O that lives in there for her nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like The Michelle that responds to her man a certain way. Can you imagine being on the brunt of that from Michelle? I am so sick of you <laughs> you have really done it this time barack and your ass barack. Is grass. can you imagine michelle obama cussing you out no i don't, I don't want to i don't want to be on the end of that i don't know i would i would want to be a uh, barack you know just be on air force one or the mock fives mm. and all that do all that fun shit or and this is completely on the opposite side I would want to be, and I don't really even want to be, but just because it would be for a day and to see how it would be, because I was thinking about Lovecraft Country, I would be a Kardashian. It don't even matter okay, which one. Okay, okay. I, I would just want to see like what the yes, lifestyle do, is. Yes, because what if you get robbed? <laughs> well, Rob ain't doing shit. Well, yeah, that's a boring Kardashian. I don't want to get robbed. Yeah, yeah, so you got to pick. Oh, you said, would, what if you get robbed? I heard you say, what if you get robbed? I was like, well, damn. No. What if you end up picking Robert Jr.? Okay, so if <laughs> I had to be specific, I would Courtney. either want to be because you know because Courtney got too many kids. Damn, Kim got a lot a of widow's kids. peak. Okay, so <laughs> I would either want to be Kim Kardashian, Kris Jenner, or one of one of the other Jenners, like one of the level-headed ones. I don't want to say Brody because I would want to be with Brody, but like I would just kind of want to see the circus on the outside. Okay. 
I mean, it's all circus, yes, but different levels of circus. I can see how that'd be interesting. Right, just to, like really for like notary value to be like, damn, so this is what's going on behind closed doors and like this is what you are so accustomed to or the evil that you feel like you have to be close to. I don't know, whatever it is. I just kind of just kind of want to take a peek behind that cloak. I'd just be Andre 3000 playing my flute on Ooh. 14th Street. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Not that yes. that's very different from my own life, but he just seems so happy and peaceful. <laughs> He seems so cute. I'm also jealous of all of you that have been posting your pictures with him, and I somehow have never seen ever him. ever how ever how. Do you know how many times I worked in a restaurant and they'd be like, "Andre 3000 was here last night." I'd be, like, "Are you fucking serious?" It's not like, meant to be. be so it's okay. It, it's I not. That's it. why I always tell myself and say, "You know what, Lord? When the time <laughs> is right, we'll cross those paths and we'll share whatever words it's meant to be." Man. Till then, damn. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Do you prefer breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but y'all know I'm a breakfast person. We didn't travel together many times. Y'all know eating breakfast affects my mood. It, does. it affects my attitude and Hangry shit. Is and I'm, real. Yeah, for real. In the morning, I can handle missing any meal, but I am a breakfast person. <laughs> I have to have something to eat at the beginning of my day. Period. Okay. So that's it. Dinner for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not I'm not huge on breakfast. I'll eat some fruit, a smoothie, anything to just eat something and not be completely uh hungry in the morning, but I'm not big on it. Like I know y'all be liking full out meals, you know, hash browns, <laughs> bacon, eggs. <laughs> like I can't do anything heavy, yeah. but dinner, that's that's all me. I get a little grumpy mm-hmm. if my dinner isn't right. Mm, that's why I'm I come in. You. <laughs> Damn. I feel bad because I was gonna say I'm both of y'all. I love me some breakfast but for dinner. Like like I love, mm-hmm. love, love like in like any breakfast food is a one to me. Like because, you know, anything that gets syrup like, you know, French toast gets it. Pancakes get it. Waffles get it. The sausage, the bacon, all these things get the, like if it gets the syrup, you know, it's mine. Like I, lo- I love breakfast, but I can eat breakfast for any time of day. But I don't I, I love like a, a dinner set up for breakfast because lunches. Man, you know, sandwiches, salads, whatever. But it, like, it's something about breakfast and then having it at dinner that I just love because it's supposed to seem unorthodox, but it's so perfect. I will like I love I love going to eat for really all three meals. Like going, yeah, out, going to out to eat, to eat at it. breakfast time. I like to do that alone um, and just kind of center myself, read some news headlines. You know, I just like to go to breakfast, lunch. I love going to lunch with friends. You know, with other people. And lunch is such a pretty meal to have. If you're at the right sort of restaurant and it's pretty outside and mm. lunch is just a, it's a visually appealing meal. Lunch and brunch. Dinner is romantic for me. I Ooh. love dinner. I love going to dinner. I love candlelit dinners. Yes. I love dining. Yes. So um, then there is Sunday fun day, which is a whole nother conversation. In <laughs> so that type of going out to eat. And drink is really I was about to my kind of get down. Sunday for y'all know you Sunday drink, you drink so much. Always does the been. food matter sometimes on Sunday fun day? You just got to eat anything, anything good, like for real. So okay, yeah. <clears throat> Assuming you aren't already a pro at any, 
Assuming we were already what? It's assuming you aren't already a pro at any. If you okay. could become a professional at any sport and instantly, like not if you had to work, you know, for the rest of your life now, but if you could instantly become a professional at any sport, what would it be? Boxing, hands down for me. No, There's nothing it's like so that. Violent. Like, <laughs> Exactly. No. There's 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 nothing like that lifestyle of a professional boxer at the top of their game who you go in that ring, you make $140 million in what, how many minutes? You know what I'm saying? And then you just talk shit for a year until you're ready to kick somebody else's ass. There's nothing like that to me. Second, mm, I to me, any professional athlete that truly loves the sport they're playing, that is the ultimate realization of like being fulfilled by your employment like mm. if you love the sport you've been playing it for all your life whatever and you get to make so much money doing that it's just a great thing to me. more so you for ask me, for right yeah I, that's why i want a box i'm gonna knock a hoe out bust a nigga head knock a hoe shoot the club <laughs> i can't wait i want to i want a box baby Whoa. i would be a boxer. but they be looking so crazy ass. after those sessions oh i look crazy after certain types of sessions my damn self so you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> you know i set myself up there. for that one you did you are but you know you also know friend i'm a duck you know i'm gonna be swerving bobbing and weaving and sticking that ass <laughs> So it's gonna be rare, baby. You ain't gonna be no. just please boxing. Oh my Give me gosh. the boxing. <laughs> See me at MGM in the ring. The champ. The champ. Okay. I think I'm mine would you. be track, track and field. Oh yeah. Yes, friend. I want to be on on Team Jamaica. Sorry, USA. <laughs> and the outfits are cute. Man, are. the way it's it's just like when you watch them, especially the relay, and they're mm-hmm. passing the baton, and you just watch them beasting through everybody like that is yes, just so fly yes. their bodies are just beautiful carved by god yeah. himself like just they're so healthy and in such great shape and like you said just in their prime top form mm-hmm. the records mm-hmm. they be breaking you're just like how is that humanly possible and then the women are just fly like fly fly they hair be done hair be done mm-hmm. nails be done face all beautiful like it's just cool to me i think mine would be track and field for sure flojo was a, a flojo. in her time like come on the nails the one leg you know jumpsuits it's just allison all of that. mitchell so totally like all of them oh god yeah right yes. the newer generation so yeah that's that's my answer and most importantly friend you know, you look good in the mouth, fans. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> <NT> anyway, <clears throat> I'll do you know like Flojo when she used to have the one leg short and the one leg long, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and the nails, and the nails. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, if I could be a pro in any sport, it would be baseball. Mm-hmm. Really? Like I used to. Yeah, you know, when I was younger, we used to go to a lot of baseball games in school. Like, they just always took us to see the Braves. And I was just like, huh. Like, if I really would have got into a sport, it would have been that. And plus, a lot of people would be old as fuck still playing baseball. So, like, that's something you could actually have, like, a long-ass career uh, sports-wise. So And they make the, the most money, don't they? Yeah, they get paid. They get well, a see? different kind of paid, so. Paid. Well, then then that's that. it. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> um okay if you oh what was your favorite subject in school growing up hmm. and it, um, it could just be general studies like you know were you big in history were you big in math were you big in science were you big in the art still or what was your i favorite? like like math 
I always felt like my math classes, like I had advanced math and science and shit all through like met, like middle school and high school or whatever. And I got a thrill out of like those those courses being challenging, you know, and, and being able to really take their ass down. So I, I liked like math a lot. Oh, I'm so I jealous. Was I was so bad at it. I liked it though. Like, you know, it just once you got it, it was like, you know, I got this. Foil, first out and a last. I, you, know, you, knew, you knew all of them. Once you learn the techniques, you know what I'm saying? So I, I liked math. math. What about y'all? Math was good because, you know, you had to check your work and then, like, there were other ways to check your work. So it was like, like, it was just 10 different types of ways of doing the same thing, which people hated. But I thought that that was cool just in the sense of, like, there were ways to make sure that you was right. So, you know, Hence today, the importance of receipt while we watch your reality shows. Anyway, sorry, friend. What what was your favorite subject in school growing up, friend? When you say school, you mean like elementary or any grade? That why well, that's why I said it could be general subject. So it uh, well, yeah, growing up. So I want to say elementary, maybe middle. Um, elementary. I don't know that I, like I cared. Yeah, I'm like I don't know that I had a favorite. I think for me it was like whichever Everybody one I was good at was my favorite. <laughs> So English going outside, right? Recess, like going outside. I love recess. Yeah, oh <laughs> that's where it was at to me. Like you know, you go on the monkey bars, you go on the motherfucking um the swing, and then remember it would be like certain crews at certain playground equipment. So like you know, you would know where you where you belong type shit. I loved going outside in elementary school. Well, shit, if you gonna pick unconventional answers, I loved whenever there was a goddamn field trip. Okay, that's yes. all I love field trips. That's when it was my turn. Whenever it was a field trip, I was always trying to be first on the bus to get me a good ass seat. I was always trying to get the brochures from wherever we was going. Like everything, loved the goddamn field trip. Did y'all see that tweet where someone said that the air always smelled different on the day of field trips, and that's it is so true. <laughs> oh God, everything felt everything. better. Everything. The yes. trees like, were greener. The street was. It was. I'm like, how did you we all felt, experience that? <laughs> because that was us experiencing like euphoria when we was young. <laughs> no, we didn't have to be at school that day. Like you would go to school, no, like natural we going high. on a field trip today, or, or you wouldn't even yeah. have to go into the school. Like, oh my God, <laughs> it would be the shit. Shout out to my sister. She used to pack me lunches that was like really extra thick on on like field trip day mm-hmm. so she would have like all kind of candy and shit in there like treats all kind of shit and then they would always make sure i had a little something to go to the gift shop you know mm-hmm. and get a little, like something to bring yes. home field trip days oh was the shit you I know what shit. you hit something very pivotal that i took for granted when i was younger because <laughs> my mom did always give me money for like she'd be like all right here's some money for food but here's something like you know just don't spend all one in one place you know get you a keychain something to remember like she would always something, say to yeah. get like a little keepsake for myself so and i cute. I took that for granted, but like you pointing that out, like I was like, damn, that like was really yeah. like something. Wow. But yeah, field trips. But if I had to pick like a subject subject, I would also venture to say I was very interested in science when I was younger. Like it wasn't even the actual mixing of the chemicals as much as it was kind of, <clears throat> I don't know, kind of the ritual, if you will, of like taking out the beakers and putting on your goggles and your lab coat and all that to get the processes started and figure That's out what true. type of science you're going to figure out. I, like, I, I really love doing that in school. Like them teaching you how to be like cautious with stuff like that. 
Did y'all well, have to do? Was... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, friend. Go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Did y'all have to do that big science experiment with that cardboard that folded in three parts? Yes. The trifold. Yes. 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 And that, it was like a big deal. You had mad anxiety because it was like the big science experiment of your elementary school career. And then they would have the tables out in the gym. Where mm-hmm. everybody's experimenting, your through. parents, yes, mm-hmm. your parents and whoever else would come through for the science thing and everyone would walk through and watch everyone's experiments. That shit was nerve wracking. I loved it My though. My favorite science experiment, it was for the science fair. And I the did science a, fair. Because um, that's what that was called. It was a science fair called. at our school. I did a taste test. I did a, an experiment. Um, um, studying whether or not sight affects taste. And this was right mm. around the time when Crystal Pepsi came out. So Crystal I did a taste Pepsi. test, yeah, of the clear Pepsi versus the regular Pepsi. And I had bottles, a two liter of Crystal Pepsi on one side and a two liter of brown Pepsi on the other side. But I had like saran wrap, clear saran wrap coming out of the um, Crystal Pepsi bottle. So it looked like it was Pepsi pouring. And I had some brown plastic coming out the other How one. How you remember Didn't this? Because it was a big deal. It was big things going on. You know? <laughs> I'm trying like shit to remember my experience. I'm like, I can't Yo, even. I'm bugged yeah. out right now. Because I cannot. Like, yeah, I don't have access. Because I do not remember what mine was. I want to say it was the volcano. But that was everybody's experiment. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that was mine. Like, like I remember we did. Yes, I don't. Think I remember in like either elementary or middle school, we would do the bottle rockets with the soda, <laughs> and mm-hmm, then we had to like mm-hmm. make these uh, the parachutes to go with them. They were like the trash bags you cut up into like the circles and attached, like a bunch of little random shit. But science was it. Science. Okay, if you could have skipped primary or elementary, junior high, high school or college, which would you have skipped? Whoa. None. Because one thing I Trina said, that's a no-no. Don't grow to be a dumb hoe. <laughs> so I wouldn't, I wouldn't skip none of that. Educate me. Formally, <laughs> informally, on the streets, in the classrooms. Educate me. I ain't skipping Well, did nothing. you enjoy all of those, like, institutions? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, school sucked, but, you know, it was, it was relevant and necessary to our development socially. I feel so bad for these kids going to all these Zoom classes and shit. You need to be around some kids. Y'all need to be talking to each other and learning how to have people skills and shit so i just feel like school is is very very important and necessary i just had a conversation about this with jade actually um yesterday about the importance of school you know she's mom to Noah and shit and so you know we just had a conversation about that so personally i'm going through it i hated it at the time but i'm going through it because once again that's a no-no don't grow to be a dumb (laughs) (laughs) what about Mm. you frank i agree with dustin all of them played a role you know, especially mm-hmm. in my self-development, especially socially, more than anything, really socially, because I can't tell you what I learned in half of them places. But if I really had to choose, I probably would have skipped college mm-hmm. because that bill <laughs> at the <laughs> end of the four years that I didn't realize at the time that I would be paying back. I don't know what in my yeah. brain made me think my mom would have that covered. Um, and then when I graduated, she was like, yeah, you know, make sure you set up your payment plan. And <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Um, let's start there. Let's start okay. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, being naive when you first go to college, I really did not think mm. of the bill that I would have and how that would mm. set me back 
coming into the workforce, not even making a lot to begin with and then having this monthly expense. Um, so I would have avoided that. I don't think that I learned. I don't think that what I learned in college was necessary, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Or at least it's not relevant to what I'm doing or who I am in a lot of ways. And I know it's tricky to say that because, like I said, everything plays a role in your development. So it might be things that I don't think played a role and then actually did. So I get Mm. that. But for the sake of answering the question, I probably would have skipped college and just like done music with Claude, which is what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. anyway, Mm -hmm, you know, and mm -hmm. just spent that money (laughs) and that energy and, and poured it into the projects that actually mattered to me. So if I had to choose, I would definitely choose. Well, actually, not definitely, because I would have reasons for wanting to skip elementary school. It's more so because it was mostly white and those women was racist and that was annoying. But that was part of my development, I guess. Right. Um, definitely would have said fuck elementary school. But I definitely had to consider um, just like on like a. A personal wellness note, like I would have said fuck middle school just because we moved around <laughs> a lot. Mm-hmm. So like if it was like a situation where I could have just been like missed the whole middle school experience and then just gone to high school, that would have been cool. Because I met like one of the things I like about school or, or loved about school is that it's where you meet so many different people. So like after a while, I had to just become like I just had to tell myself it was actually cool that I moved around a lot. So I didn't have to like get to know a lot of people. But because I'm so interested in people like outside myself, it's like whenever I would meet people at school, I would always like want to remember them or something or be friends with them. Later, introducing Facebook, which I was down the rabbit hole of the other day, looking at people that I only knew for a grade or half a semester of school. And I'm just like, oh, this nigga has kids now, even though we only took one class in fifth or sixth grade, like just random shit like that. But um, definitely would have been middle school because of the moving around so much. I met a, a, a computer programmer. He, he said he dropped out of, like, he, he stopped going to school in middle school because his family was poor and, like, you know, he had to grow up fast and all this other shit. But it was around the time that MySpace and all that was popping. So he was coming up making those little glittery headers and all that shit. And from that, he just learned computer science and, like, kept going in oh, it and wow. did, like, little programming jobs. And I was like, this is some crazy shit. That's like, so dope. And I ain't encouraging nobody to drop out of school. That's not what I'm saying at all. Like, it was just refreshing to hear of a story of someone, like, and, and them, it work out for them. You know, they always try to tell you bad stories of what could happen. So I was just like, well, damn, I wish I could have just been done with this middle school shit so I could be somewhere like that. Because had it just clicked to me, like, oh, yeah, the internet. And thank God we, you know, our, we have come up off the internet, thank God, using social media and, and, pod, and podcasting, but... Who knew he was looking at MySpace and flipped that into what he flipped it into? That's dope. So, there's always opportunities. That's all I'm trying to say. <clears throat> all right. We, this is literally only the sixth uh, icebreaker. We're doing great. Um, <laughs> what TV family would you be a part of if you could? <laughs> Ooh. So, mm, TV the family. Banks, uh, Winslow's, um, the Mitchells, <laughs> like... Wow. Nah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, nah, nah, I am the the, the oh. Carringtons, the Carringtons, the Carringtons, and the Colbys. Put me the, on the, Dynasty, the, uh, Dynasty. What? Is it the McCoys? Dynasty, the Carringtons, the, Blake Carrington, Colby. All the, put me on Dynasty. They was rich. The drama was salacious and fascinating. Um, they wore furs and jewels, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying. 
Dynasty was good. Put me on Dynasty. And they used to fist fight on that motherfucker. So put me on <laughs> Dynasty. I'm telling you. Um, That's the TV family you want to be part of. Sh- yeah. <laughs> What's that show? Shameless? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That family is funny as hell. They're crazy. I love it. Look nothing like William H Macy or whatever his name is. William H Macy is my pops. That show is like that family. (laughs) I don't even have the words. Steroids. (laughs) Jeez. I mean, never a dull moment. You hear me? And they're so innovative (laughs) and tightly knit <laughs> in their own ways i probably would have been mm-hmm. part of that family which is crazy i know you know a little action <laughs> well, i know you I, I know i brought this show up before <laughs> y'all didn't remember it but uh well somebody didn't remember it but smart guy with taj mary and them oh yeah i didn't remember tj it. henderson <laughs> there was there was the henderson family and i just was like i would have been one of the hendersons shit they was having fun on there essence atkins and all their asses I can't remember their family. It was just such a, a corny ass like Disney show, but it was just so funny to watch. It was like watching Urkel if Urkel wasn't insufferable. Because, you know, you like T.J. Henderson. Urkel, you just only liked him when he was Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin is doing Everybody the <laughs> do the Urkel dance. Come on, hey. Eddie. I already told you. Rats can't vomit. <laughs> He was a he was a magical character on that show, and he really brought a lot of life into that sitcom. And he was surrounded by other people who were bringing just as much life to the sitcom mm-hmm. as well. It's a great Laura, show. Laura Winslow, yeah, you know what I'm saying. All those they really breathed life into those characters. So that was Steve Urkel. That was magic. But I still would rather live in the house with the people on Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you picked a nice opulent you are house. Hilarious, so. opulent. I pick you. <laughs> if you mm-hmm. could time travel. What period would you time travel to? Yikes. That's Baby, tricky. definitely nothing back. <laughs> I literally was going to say, that's tricky now. <laughs> uh, um, I would definitely get up out of the Trump administration times. So whatever it would take me up to what's next and you. better than that, that's where I'm going. I'm with you. I'm going forward on this knob. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. Hey, I got to go. Yeah. I ain't that far off. I would have just stayed in the early 2000s for a little bit longer. It was just something about that time period where things was like, things was up in the air, but it was still good. Like, now everything's like up in the air, but shit still hit the fan. Like, it's all bad. And even before that, it was just, I don't know. So I would stay somewhere in the early 2000s. Oh, you know why? Because I was in Atlanta and it was a snap era. That's why. Yeah, mm. I would stay there. Down, down, down. <laughs> Doom, doom, doom. Bitches need started blushing. I'm sorry. Okay. <clears throat> what and to where is the longest flight you've taken? Mm. Oh. Tokyo, 17 <laughs> hours. Ooh, I want that. I want to go. I don't know. I don't know. I literally don't know. I feel like London was probably my longest flight. That were. Six? Mm-hmm. That was like six. I, ain't six taking hours. No, I don't think I've taken nothing crazy. So, well, actually, well, what's well, the same to LA, right? Yeah, similar. Yeah, I ain't, so I ain't, I ain't been nowhere. I be sleep, baby. I don't know. <laughs> you sure do be sleep. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I'll be knocked out. Knocked, knocked it out. Shout out to you, Amber. Like, <laughs> me and. 
Me and Michelle. Y'all let can me tell you anywhere, and I love we it. We get on that plane, and that's it. Until we land, that's it. The uh, two of you are the definition of power nap. Like man, we be knocked the, the fuck jealousy. Out, the jealousy. Yo, land, y'all get, get up, up so it. refreshed. Like y'all, y'all get up and y'all go. Like it's mm. amazing to see. I have. I to, told I you, I always say. wonder what that life is like. Cause it's like Yo. you woke up in a different city because you didn't even really fly technically. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't even experience the you, flight. You cheated time. <laughs> I will literally stay up the night before. Say we have a flight at eight in the morning or some shit. I won't go to bed the night before, and then I just get on the plane and go to sleep and knock the fuck out. Yeah, I'd rather just sleep through it and wake up there. You know? mm, I wish I'd be low key claustrophobic a little bit anyway. So like I just I'm going to sleep. You know what I'm saying <laughs> no. Okay, that was a good one. <laughs> that was good. If you could be fluent in a language you don't already know, mm. which would it be? What language would you speak? Mm. Wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> that one that you don't already speak. speak. No, I'm just kidding. French. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> I'd want to be fluent Francais. because Tell of me- how many countries you can whip that out on. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there's so many play. I mean, Spanish, obviously, but I'm already there. But with mm-hmm. French, I think that that would just open me up to so many more people around the world, which is exciting. Stick with Crystal Jean. I she know. Got it. We've been actually we were tutoring each other because she's been practicing her Spanish. And then I want to <laughs> practice my French. So we just be swapping. Mm-hmm. P.S. That's wonderful. So happy good. birthday, Crystal Jean, because it'll be her birthday. When, oh, when the show comes oh, out. So happy we'll be. birthday. Happy yes. birthday, Crystal. It sure will yes. be. And happy birthday to Jade, who was on 9 11. Yes, happy birthday, Jade. Yay, our Virgo babe. Two of my main two of my main niggas right there. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday to both of them. Happy Virgo birthday. season. Aww. Oh, what a joy. Right. Dustin, what language is wealthy your answer? Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess pussy, like Carisha and them said. It's pussy talk. <laughs> I, I would learn how to speak pussy. <laughs> I wow. like it. Abrasive. English, Spanish, and French. I Abrasive, yet effective. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, um, I would, you know, I would want to pick any of the dialects available to me, um, any of the characters yeah. available in Asian culture. I, I don't want to be offensive, but I don't, because I was going to say Japanese, but, you know, they have the different breakdowns of things, so... In anything in Japanese or even Chinese and Korean, like I, I know some of those, some, some characters are shared in a couple of those. But um, any just understanding that, and then the calligraphy is beautiful. So to speak it would be one thing, but to write it would be a whole nother joy. So that's what I would choose. Love it. Um, what is your favorite scent? Hmm. New car. <laughs> New car smell is good. Nothing. There's nothing in the world like getting a brand new car and pulling off in that bitch. Like that. That smell is crazy. So, I love that. There's also a smell when you land in New York. When you come back from uh, from somewhere oh else, oh my you god, land, seriously, yes. it's a smell. It's a. There's a smell in the air at LaGuardia and JFK when you waiting on your taxi. There's a smell that you smell right there when you <laughs> land in New York, and it's not that it's bad. It's just distinct, it's just, <laughs> and so yeah, catches it just you makes guard. you feel like like it's on now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, like I I'm love back. That smell. You know mm-hmm. what my favorite is? You know when you're um, walking and you know you're getting close to the beach, 
Oh my God! I oh, know yeah. exactly you know, what you're talking about. And you know about. you're getting closer. You're and you and then you start seeing the sand, and it's like that salt smell hits you, and you're mm-hmm. just so damn excited because you know you're about to get your life and just jump in. Especially if you're in a place where like it's a beautiful beach. So it's the impact of like when your eye first sets itself on the actual mm-hmm. beach, but the smell before you even get there is like. That anticipation, Incredible. right? You know what I mean? Because mm. you just came back from a nice trip like that. And I know you, <laughs> ooh, that smell. Oh. It's just, it's incredible. Look, and finna go again. I'm going to tell you a close second, though, for me, mm-hmm. right? Back in the day, there used to be these um, nail shops in the mall called Merle Norman. <laughs> and when you would walk past them, you would smell that acrylic that they would use oh to make the God. fake nail. Oh, my God. Yeah. The nail, that used to smell so fucking good when you would walk past there in the mall. Like, Jesus, they used to smell so good. <laughs> mm. That's it. And I have a weird thing for the smell of of like rubbing alcohol and sanitizer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can literally sniff like, it. It's just like chemicals, certain chemicals. They just got something to them. Like mm. that alcohol. And then like maybe every now and then a little bleach, not mm. too much. But I like hate the smell that, of bleach, but I'm with you on hand sanitizer. <laughs> but like, just like a, <laughs> just like a hint of like clean, like mm. that, like chem- cleaning chemical. Like I like, yes, but um, I love the smell of like cooking, like mm, some good yes. ass, like when food smells good and tastes good, it's bomb. But like smelling it being like love pouring, being poured into it, it's just like a whole another thing. But like, oh good. it's God, a double yes. edged sword for me though, y'all, because <laughs> like I love smelling food being cooked in the kitchen, but I don't be wanting to go nowhere smelling like somebody was yeah, cooking. Yeah, that's you so know true. I hate like, that. Uh, It'd be all in your like, hair and your shirt. Uh, it smells like back like, in here. It's the worst. If you smell, if you make, don't make tacos. You know what I'm saying? Don't go to taco night at somebody else and then go somewhere else. Y'all smelling like grease and shit. Like Jade be uh, having me smelling like brisket on the way home. <laughs> she was stirring gumbo for four hours the other day. It took her like, literally it took her four hours to make this roux. I said, girl, you, damn. You really like that? And it looks so good after she finished, but she literally cooked that shit all day. But that is wow. the best too when you first pull up when you get out the elevator and you go into the mm-hmm. hallway and you pull up to the person's door and you smell, mm-hmm. even just most uh, apartment buildings, you you might get various dinner mm-hmm. smells when you come off the elevator. So I love that, especially if we live in Brooklyn in the Caribbean side. So you come out, you smelling mm-hmm. oxtail, you smelling plantain, yes. you smelling it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, best you know, like you mm-hmm. name it. Everybody. Can here. I just... <laughs> Mama Joyce, can I say something? <laughs> I, for the very first time, because you know, I have my go tos at the Jamaican spots. I don't branch out. I branched out. What'd you get? Jerk pork. You've never had it before? Hell no. I oh, know I that know it you was lost like. lost your mind. <laughs> I know that it was pork like the pork chops, but mm. jerked. <laughs> Look at his face. Girl, <laughs> that shit. Like my mom used to make like the best like pork chops, like barbecue, smother, fall off the bone, like mm. just well seasoned sometimes in its own juices, like some good ass pork chops. So to have me <laughs> a pork chop with that Jamaican seasoning all of that jerk seasoning, let me tell it really you. touched me. I, had I to love Jamaican food, like love it. I love Jamaican food. It is in my top five. When people ask me like, oh, what kind of food do you miss? Like once you change your diet, 
I can't say I miss much, but oxtail. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Man, that gravy mm-hmm. when they would put it Ooh, on the, the rice and peas and you ask for extra gravy and that the gravy cabbage was made for me. With your cabbage <laughs> and the cocoa Ooh. bread and the patty. Ooh. And if you really feel it, Froggy, <laughs> roti, it that roti. little fry. You know, I've never you know been what? too I, crazy about roti, though. I not roti. I'm at festival. The, but the roti and the oh, big ass bread. I love bread. <laughs> I'm with the you. festival. The roti be good. That, that big ass. It's like a Jamaican burrito. But that, that festival, that little cornbread, it ooh. just be, oh, so good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I could go on for days. <laughs> Let me just, Listen. you know, just rain this song back. Woo. Okay. If you could have any fictional character as your imaginary friend. <laughs> wow! Any fictional characters? Who would you choose, friend? and why? Mm. Mm. So this your imaginary friend. So if you don't want to go with the imaginary friend, they could just be you know your moral compass that shows up every now and then to help you decision make. You know, mm. <laughs> whatever you would like. Hmm. Imaginary friend, huh? Um. Damn, I want to say somebody on Star, but I don't really feel like that's the kind of life I wanted to live. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really want to. But I, but I guess just because they my friend don't mean that we live in the same. You know what if I'm you saying? say so, Cassie, I'm leaving. Well, she would have been cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like, you know, we kind of aligned a little bit, oh you know, God. politically and stuff. I don't Politically. Really know. Don't you know, chicken and weak. Because she was a killer, you know. I also... <laughs> I also would have loved to be friends with Tommy on Power. Tommy Egan. Oh, Lord. Yep. Can't y'all, can't y'all see me and Tommy I running really together? I like, like, Y'all coming yeah. out the car together. Like, what y'all up to? <laughs> he just seemed like my kind of people. Like, I just feel like we could have really. I, I really yeah, see you it. know? We could have been good friends. Good friends. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to take a show. With. I do. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just so funny. Cause all I Can't see, you see, we can yeah, really like that. <laughs> hey, yo, really Dustin, what's up, bro? What's mm-hmm. good? Like <laughs> Tommy, like Tommy, what you going? Who you killing today, motherfucker? Like you know what I'm saying? I make a joke about him being a murderer. We would have so much fun, y'all. Like, oh my god, you you uh, hanging out with him and his mom? <laughs> oh nah, yeah, you know. <laughs> um. Uh, hmm. Okay, so remember on my so-called life. Oh, oh my friend. god, yes. Who you think I'm gonna say? Are you gonna say what's his name, Freddie? Was that his name? The I don't I, I made that up. Let me just go look at his name. What was. was his name? The cutie with the curly hair. Wilson Cruz. Wilson Cruz. And he played Ricky. There we go. Ricky. Ricky. That would have been my that would be because I feel like their relationship was just so cute. Their, you know their friendship, crazy? and that would be my my choice. I always, I don't know why I always remember him. Like he just stuck out so much on that show. I'm glad you do. Yeah. You did though, because Wilson Cruz. I, I don't know if he still lives in Harlem, but I used to randomly just walk past him in Harlem and be like, "What? Oh I would have yeah, died." And, and he, because he does a lot of stuff for the LGBT community still today. So thank you so much, Wilson Cruz, for right. All that you've done. And he was on. Wasn't he on Rent too? I don't know. He just did a lot of stuff even after that. But he, but shout out to Wilson Cruz because he, he, he was like one of the first characters that I really connected to at that time because he <laughs> I connect to <laughs> I can't take you 
No, like he, like you know, he was like Latin and hood, and and I, you didn't really see a lot of characters like that getting prime time leads or even as a supporting uh, character. So I feel like he's one of the first that I really connected to as a kid. Um, so I don't know. That's why he always kind of stands out. But I feel like that would so would low key be my my best friend in my head if I could choose. He is forty six years old. Wow. He's an openly gay man of Afro-Puerto Rican ancestry and has served mm. as an advocate for gay youth, especially gay youth of color. Shout out Wasn't to Wasn't he Wilson the Cruz. shit? Like, you know what? He still I'm going to binge my so-called life. He still look good. I'm about to binge it. That's going to be my binge this week. He does. He looks the same. Yeah. He, he looks, looks better. He's still in great shape, too. Yeah, yeah. he looks great. Mm-hmm. Shout out to and you. And acting, thriving career, too. That's amazing. Shout out to Wilson Cruz. Pink, yes. we're giving you your flowers today. Oh, I, do I still have to answer? Yes. <laughs> um. So, since it's a fictional character, she already kind of is my imaginary friend, I guess, because I like when I think of stupid shit that I I do and I've done. Well, actually, two people: uh, Kim Parker and Nisi. Like Kim and Nisi. <laughs> I can like, see that y'all y'all all, be in a trio. <laughs> Like all of the foolery, like that is what was instilled in me. Like all her little, like Nisi's little funny little after things, Kim's little bird ways, like <laughs> all of that is in my makeup. <clears throat> Those would all be my um, imaginary friends. I love it. Name three places you want to visit. That you that we want to visit. Mm-hmm. So you haven't visited, or may you? Yeah, not. Actually, yeah, I'll throw in, you've been there before, maybe, and if you want to go back so you can tell us why you'd want to go back. Bella Noches, number one. <laughs> okay. And, that, and that's so real. I really want to go to Bella Noches. I don't know why um, no celebrities have thrown birthday parties there yet. I swear to God, as soon as I'm able to, I'm having a birthday party for everybody to come to at Bella Noches. That's one place I want to go. You are so funny. Um, Real talk, this is somewhere I have not been, but I've always wanted to go. Cheers, the real Cheers bar in Boston from the TV show, you know. I want to go to Cheers. Um, Where else do I want to go? You know where else I want to go? These are random places, but Dollywood. It's an amusement park Mm. in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Dolly Dolly, uh, Parton? I have always She has an amusement park called Dollywood. Dolly Parton has an amusement park? You've Wait, never heard Dollywood. of it? I have to Dollywood. Google this. That Girl, is yes. crazy. Dollywood. Yes. Dollywood in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And it's that a beautiful. Is the grounds of the park are gorgeous. Like the food is known for being <gasps> delicious. This. And they have yes. world-class roller coasters. Oh, my God. Can go. we go as a family? Because I've always yes. wanted to go. Like, this yes, is we crazy. Can go. Look at her. Ain't it dope, friend? Wow. How did they? That's amazing. Look at that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That is genius, go. Dustin. You need to have a, a a park. I do need to have a park. What would you call it? Rosswood. Going to parks. <laughs> it would be an adults only park. Um, I don't know what I would call it. Probably. Uh, what would I call it? Um, I don't know. Dustin's Dunes. Or I don't. I don't know. I'll figure Dustin's something out. Something. <laughs> <laughs> and put it on sand dunes or something. I don't know, but I like I want to go to Dollywood though. So Dolly Bella Noches. Um what was the other place I said? Cheers. Bella Noches, Cheers, and Dollywood. Those three places. That is hilarious. Um wow. 
Where do I want to go that I have not been? I'm trying to think of like countries. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You could pick, uh, you know, fictional places as well. <laughs> like Justin. <laughs> I picked real Actually, places. Actually, he picked, yeah, he I was going to say. real. <laughs> my bad. Hell yeah. <laughs> Everywhere I picked is real. This is real. I was thinking about Cheers, but Cheers is real, so. Damn right. Shit. And fuck <laughs> Kirstie Alley, too. I seen her talking her, shit about uh, mm. her, her. I sent her back to the bar where she belongs. <laughs> I'm sick of her, man. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I know I've been meaning to take um, a trip to Bali. Um, that's another one too that the flight is like a, it's a 36 hour journey jeez yeah like oh my god <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's a trip that's tricky because you can't just have a couple days off trying to hit bali because you know four days of that is just travel and then you trying to recalibrate after a 36 hour trip you know how your mind you be fucking exhausted in the time zones um, so I've definitely been meaning to hit that. I just haven't found the time because I feel like we need a good two weeks, two, three weeks, yeah. you know, off to really hit that trip. Well, at least I, you know, that's me just wanted to be there for a long time, but probably Bali. Bali. Dope. Yeah. What about you, Picante? <laughs> Speaking of wanting to be somewhere for a long time, I would love to be in Tokyo Oh uh, God! I see you living there. Honestly, <laughs> like it, it's only a matter of time. We're we're doing remote now. Like you know, that would be stuff, sick. Asante, once the team gets lifted, you living in Tokyo would be the sickest shit on earth. <laughs> shit, that would be some some awesome shit. That'd and hopefully, sick. hopefully that's a reality that melds together very very soon. Who knows? Randomly, I would want to go to Monte Bay. That is so funny. <laughs> Montego Bay is pretty like just little spots that are popping but people have been to but I still haven't been to like I want to go to any of those places but Montego was like one of those first places that came to mind hell Um, yeah Montego Bay Jamaica that's farm to table weed hell yeah so (laughs) y'all ain't missing me with that and then fresh I would also want to go to like I don't know like west africa and like you know there's like the the forest in there and shit like just some some exotic shit but like black exotic real black as king (laughs) (laughs) real black ass king yes yeah yeah and find real black ass kings i don't know Mm -hmm. Um, okay so (laughs) definitely that's my list now i'm with it I have this one is so random. How many of these do I have left? Because really, it's been over an hour. Oh, so we can really okay. So I'm gonna just ask one last one, Mm -hmm. and we're gonna be done. And this is a good. This is a good last one. It's gonna make you think a little bit. Uh, Don't think too hard. Be ridiculous as you want to be, and you know, have fun. You've won. You're receiving an award for your most noticeable. Your most notable accomplishment. What is it? Damn. It doesn't have to be something you have done now. It could be whatever you want. Like, this is a dream. You know where I'm at. You know where I be. I see y'all at the motherfucking Academy Awards. And I cannot wait. I see y'all on stage. I'm going to be a double winner that night. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to win for best fucking actor. And I'm going to win for something else. Shit. I'm going to direct that whole, too. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And, And 
and win. I cannot wait to win an Academy Award. That's going to be just a crown to just everything that it's just perfect. That's just what I want. I want to win an Academy Award. I love Thank it. You. Yes. I see it too. Um an award. I can I can only First of all, I have no fashion sense, so take whatever I say with a grain of salt. I could just imagine you on stage, like with whatever you got on, like just whatever details you worked out, right? Just like right up there and just emotional as fuck. And that that acceptance speech <laughs> is gonna be for no games. You already know, like I'm telling. Because I know you, like, you've been working on it already. So yes, I have. Yes, I have. It's yes, gonna I be have. the right balance between laughing and crying, and laughing because crying. Mm-hmm. Mm. The walk up to the stage, everything, like, I'm <laughs> yes. telling you, the whole thing. Like. Oh, um, what would it be for? Okay, so you know how we were watching that documentary about Osho mm-hmm. and how close he got to really creating a fucking city of his own? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I yes, want friend. to be the one to actually accomplish that. I got to do it before Kanye does. <laughs> Yes, I want to have my own city with an airport, library, schools, yes. like, you know, but not in an extravagant way because he damn near took over all of Oregon. I just want to start an eco village. Um, like City Island. <laughs> <laughs> where everybody right? comes Have y'all ever fish. walked City Island? Hell yeah. I'm telling you. It's a school like, on there. It's a post office. All that shit is right on City it's Island. It's simple, People you know? And and so just like an, a dope, I want to accomplish creating a dope eco village where mm-hmm. all this talk I've done about ecosystems, like actually anchoring it down as a vision, as a wow. like a reality with people and schools and hospitals and the way that we worry about the quality of education we're getting, we'll be able to do that on our own. Worried about black women giving birth in hospitals, we're going to have our own, you know, like just mm-hmm. really creating the the experience and the lifestyle and neighborhood and village that would be our utopia Mm. that would be my dream even if i can't accomplish it in my lifetime just to get it going and you know have people keep it going even if it's my kids or people that i'm around like that can uh follow through with the vision that's that's definitely like my intention Mm. So I want to get an award for that if I'm going to get an award. Yes. Mm. A fucking Pulitzer. Yes. <laughs> Nobel. Nobel. A Nobel Peace Prize. Okay. Nobel. <laughs> I would mine. want a Peace Prize. Mm, that's dope. I would, I would, I want an award. I, will, I want to accomplish the work of unifying um whether it be through understanding through programming like i want to be able to like unify communities whether it's communities of artists musicians whether it's communities of you know just any sort of creatives like i want to be able to do that and i want to be able to like just help people provide resources and that resource be self like i want somebody to be like you have found this one simple thing of people being able to open themselves up so they can help each other flourish. Like I would love to win, uh, or I would love to not win, but I would love to just accomplish the the work of being able to do something so important. Just because, you know, you log on and there are so many people that are unified through laughter, but then there are also so many people that are unified through pain. I just want us to all be unified through understanding, okay? And just, just kind of get it so we can know when to leave people the hell alone 
or where we can help each other or help ourselves, but unity. So world peace. So that's U-N-I-T-Y. That's <laughs> it for the icebreakers. Um, I loved it. Thank you, Asante. That was icebreakers galore. <laughs> I had way fun. more in store. You I'm so happy. <laughs> so happy. That was great. Thank you guys for participating. Thank you for your answers. And again, for those of you listening, don't forget to share on the Twitter if you want to, <clears throat> you know, your icebreaker answers. Sorry, because y'all <laughs> yes. know y'all going to do it anyway. So just do it. <laughs> hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. That's it for the hot topic. Hot button. Hot topic. Let's I love bring in the wind chimes. So y'all know I be stumbling across random YouTube channels, kind of like I did with the with the chill fox or chill cow with the study music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ever since I got a TV, you would think I'd watch more shows, but I'm just on YouTube nope. more. I'm like, how yeah, is that? Yeah. That is so weird. It's just Do weird you have how YouTube that works. Premium? No, hell no. I got premium. Gotta get it. You gotta I did. Get really? Premium, I did. Oh my god. Friend, I mean, what are you, you really you, getting? Because there's no friend, ads. Those missing the commercials will change. See, your but life. because I was a YouTuber, I want to put that money in people's pockets. So I feel bad. Like I watch the ads because I want my friends to get paid. Totally get it. The only other benefit I would, I would share with you right mm-hmm. is that when you have a premium account you can leave the youtube when you're on mobile like on your phone oh, you can leave the youtube app running playing. and do others okay yeah, okay you can do other now shit. that's a sell that for me was a god dream that's and i know you're like, okay. and for those people people that are still on public transportation you know what i'm saying like download them videos oh mm-hmm. you like, can do an offline oh, you can see. offline Yes. See that to me, those two are definitely sales. But the no ads thing, I've never tripped over because I'm like, ah, you know, we we helping people get paid out here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found so I was, you know, how the algorithm just be putting the most random shit on your recommended page. I'd be like, Every what did day. I watch that brought me into this conversation here? But there was a, a video that popped up, and it was like exes that had broken up they were together for seven years and then they broke up hadn't seen each other for months or something and then this they're sitting across from each other asking each face other yes you seen yes. it yes i've watched all seen of those. did that pop up on your damn algorithm too <laughs> that popped up back when they was doing hurt bay and all that for me so right, i've watched it's very ever similar since. to that so <laughs> they had you know the one i watched they had broken up and it was so interesting because they broke up and didn't see each other for hella long and then just were now just seeing each other for the first time. 
and mm-hmm. the conversation was just so great like so in depth just good ass questions i was like what is this so i went to the channel and it's like a whole it's so mm-hmm. i had to look it up obviously so the channel is called mm-hmm. cut and it's based in seattle and i love it because they have exes talking to each other they had an incarcerated father with talking to his daughter just about her experience of not being able to grow up with him and them reconnecting they have you know older seniors that have been married for 50 years and just sharing funny stories sad stories anything um i mean you name it it's just studies of people and interpersonal relationships and they have everything you could possibly think of they have married people that are separated kind of trying to figure out like what went wrong i like conversations like that just because it's it's honest and raw and i think a lot of times married people they Mm want to keep shit in house rightfully Mm -hmm. so you know so when you get the opportunity to see people being raw it's always really helpful and insightful they have moms you know uh, sharing about that just the the real (laughs) of birth and being a parent i mean you name it there's something for everyone one of them came on there and told her daughter she used to be a hoe what (laughs) (laughs) that's what they was talking about when i seen (laughs) on that on that same channel on Cut, they have this show that they do where it's like seven people have to decide who wins the money. That should be funny as hell too, by the way. Sorry, that's yeah, that's the thing. It's not just the two people sitting across from each no, other. No. They have like a bunch of different stuff. Like my favorite is a series they have called Keep It One Hundred, where they have a hundred <laughs> people answer a difficult question, like, have you ever cheated? You know, or like, what's the worst thing you've ever done? What's the secret that you can take to the grave? Which is kind of funny. You would ask that and then have them answer on YouTube. <laughs> but Of all places. It's just a cool ass channel. I ended up falling into a crazy rabbit hole. Because you know me, anything having to do with people sharing their deepest, darkest thoughts and secrets. I'm like, sold. <laughs> Honestly, from there, your YouTube algorithm is about to show you a whole bunch of other stuff. Because I promise you, I went from watching that to watching, um, there were people having conversations naked. Like, it would be two people sitting in front of each other, like, bare naked. And they would talk about, like, body issues and shit like that, which Ooh. was kind of a dope show. But, like, there's a... <laughs> Dust. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about being in front of the firing squad. Are you crazy? Like, not only do I hate you, but we finna sit up butt naked and just talk about. No, this wasn't when exes. It was just two strangers. They would sit in front of each other butt naked. So I was like, damn. (laughs) And then here's where it's cute too. They actually have a card game that you can order. They have one for like a couples edition, a long term couples edition. They have one for friends for family it's like five or six different ones depending on like your dynamic the dynamic you're looking Mm -hmm. to explore but it's so cute i bought it i bought the um the (laughs) i bought one of them (laughs) (laughs) right one of one of them one of of the card Uh, sets and uh we it we made it a thing and had dinner and we're asking the questions it ended up being so much fucking fun like because they just ask shit that you would not think to ask. And it just sparks such interesting conversations. I actually gave one to Jade, too. I know she had done... Because <laughs> they, 
<laughs> they sent me an extra one, so I gave it to Jade. I know she did an episode on Jade and XD using it, which is actually pretty cool. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, like it's just cute. You know, I'm all about people in their relationships just having real ass conversations. And if you find that you don't have such an ease with coming up with things to ask or discuss, or it's just maybe you have a partner that um, it just isn't very open. I think something like this, either watching the channel together or ordering the card sets and just kind of having those prompts are just really cool. It's a really cool way to get those, to get that bl- that blood flowing and the and those conversations going and kind of being reflective. Friend. What happened? Pull out one of them cards, friend. I would. It's on my terrace because, you know, I had. Oh, yeah. Had to do it outside in case it got too steamy. Huh? You know, I know how to set up a scene. OK, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. You know, bottle of wine, some cards, some dinner, oh, a bottle of wine. <laughs> Me. Yeah. Oh. You know. Oh, yeah. I'm drinking wine again. <laughs> hey! red white after a four-year cleanse i'm back on the red it's been nice yes yeah so i'm about to bring you a bottle of something Ooh, please do look at yeah, dustin yes <laughs> dustin. we finna get drunk girl i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> i had my first drink like you know back on the scene with with uh, Jade, Crystal, and Antoinette, and that was an experience. They started Crystal, cheering. Crystal, she that black girl wine? No, we. they got me some homemade um, sangria, I think, that Antoinette had made. And Damn, Antoinette. You, you know. your juices and berries and things. <laughs> it was perfect. Perfect way to ease me back in. Right. Some homemade organic shit. But it was so much fun. They cheered, and they were like, welcome back to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> not the dark side <laughs> um but yeah so i'm back on that and just wanted to kind of throw that channel into your awareness because just really good conversations and like asante said it definitely just opens up your youtube algorithm there are a lot of channels that are having some that have similar setups but i really enjoyed this one i thought that there's varied more like all the other channels tend to focus on couples and like mm-hmm. romance, but this one, you know, having the incarcerated father with the kid, like things like that. I'm like, oh, this is different. This is yeah. way different. It's just the psychology of the channel is way different. So yeah, it's about relationships as a total, not just right. uh, boyfriends and wives. Exactly. And shit. Not in a romantic sense, but they even had friends. You know, they had a friend who had had a baby and just how that changed the dynamic in a friendship when someone has a kid. So really good channel. Definitely want you guys to check it out. Like I said, it's called Cut. You can type in The Cut on YouTube on your YouTube browser and that should pop up. And then definitely, if you can, check out the card game. It's super cute. Like I said, it's cute to, to pull up on a, on a dinner just for fun if you're having a game night with your homies, your family, your lovers. So The Cut. On YouTube, y'all are doing great work, and I have been in a rabbit hole all week, so that's what I mm. wanted to share this week on my wellness Dope. segment. Asante, what you got for us, Mr. Music Man? Right back to you. Well, you know, I have been talking for a mighty long time, so I'm going to try to keep it as cute as I possibly can. <laughs> Get you right to the highlight. Um, This weekend, we've experienced what Versus tweeted out as Auntie Chella. <laughs> so... Shout out to the aunties, Patty LaBelle, Gladys Knight, Did and y'all special watch? guests. 
Dionne Warwick. I was in, I was up and through there. I had it on my TV. I, I love that I can just have it on my TV screen. I tried to stay off of Twitter, but I just tweeted once. I forgot what happened, but I, there was one time I logged on. How did you have it on your TV? You have an Apple TV? Uh, yeah. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> I was watching somebody stream on YouTube, and that shit was a hot mess. <laughs> I was... I was, oh, you know what? I tried to do that one time, not even on purpose, but I was on YouTube and it came up. Somebody was streaming the, uh, the stream and I don't know whose it was, but the person streaming it was getting mad because they was telling him to be quiet. And he was like, this is my channel. I, this I'm showing y'all the verses. And I was just like, but you're not being by talking over them. Like, what I mean, are you the doing, dude sir? I watched, at least he kept it cool. Like he wasn't trying to talk all up and through it, but he kept shouting out whoever was donating. So it turned into like a DJ set. He was like, yo, shout out to Tone, Mike, Claude, Paul. I was like, bruh. <laughs> I'm just trying to hear the song. Hey, he was making them cash apps though. I mean, now, he so. was because he you'll said watch a lot the commercials. So you'll <laughs> listen to them shout outs. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was great to see both of them. Well, all three of them, but mainly we'll focus on Gladys and, and Patty just because it was the two of them. But it was great to see the both of them looking so great and, man, and beautiful. Man. And the the camaraderie that was there, the love that was there, them knowing each other's songs, like them not even knowing they own damn songs. Like there was so many magical moments and it was such a great, great like styling of events. Dustin, please, please share. I see you have something mm, on the to I have no thoughts. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love all that classic music. I have nothing negative to say. Like, it was incredible to watch, and the fact that they're still alive and present and able to, you know, still use their vocal instruments. Yeah, giving so much to music, so much to black culture, so much to just to pop culture, literally, because Gladys yes. was a pop star. Mm-hmm. So, like, like you know, these are, are just literal living legends, and it was so great and beautiful to see and just enjoy their music. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I've actually watched it three times straight through. Oh, I love that. So, Damn. Yeah, I love Patty throwing off her shoes, and somehow I Me turned too. my head and and looked back, and she had another pair on. I was like, "Wait, I don't even know she where had, they came from." Patty had all of the um, appointments that someone of her stature would have. She had those vintage Louis Vuitton trunks with the several pairs of shoes on top of each one, oh, so that she could switch happening. out as she went. Oh my she had God. a handheld mirror, that I and saw. she was checking her mirror the whole that time. Mirror. And <laughs> Patty was drinking. Mm-hmm. Patty was sipping on the stage. And when she got mad because so like, the teleprompter wasn't putting the lyrics to her song. <laughs> and then she got so mad that she put the mic down on top of the trunk and did not speak <laughs> for like two or three songs. <laughs> I was like, wow. Patty, Ben LaBelle. Y'all better ask somebody. <laughs> if this ever been a time to be on your job as the tech person, I mean, it was fucking the Patty and Gladys bruh. versus. Like, come on. So am I tripping? But were there a lot of technical issues? There were a lot of tech Because yeah. I couldn't, I didn't yeah. know, because, you know, like I said, I was watching a, a raggedy stream on YouTube. So I was like, is it my stream or is it just like, it just felt like um, there were times when they were playing back to back Patty songs mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and no mm-hmm. Gladys song. And then it they were playing like, like not just back to back, but like piece, small, short pieces, like excerpts of songs. I was like, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. Me and Gladys Knight didn't know what the fuck She was looked going confused. On. We both just sitting there smiling <laughs> and looking like that's it. Yes. And then it felt like it ended abruptly. Or was that just my stream? It did. 
They literally were like, oh, are we done? And then they were like, yeah. oh, we're done. And, and left. And left. Well, I feel like they kept trying to end it. Like, you know, you try to get off the phone with your mom, but, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. And then, like, it felt like one of them was trying to end it, but then it kept going and then it ended abruptly. And I was like, well, <laughs> what? They was jamming, though. Flat they were. Out. Oh, my God. Um, that's license so beautiful. to kill. Um, Gladys Knight play your number one in my book and then Patti LaBelle play Kiss Away the Pain and those are literally two of my mother's favorite favorite oh, favorite favorite it. songs so the fact the fact that they played it back to back I called my mama and I'm like what oh, is going on like like th- those songs mean a lot to me and I just I just I was in heaven for real so I good loved that verse and yes. and the fact that their voices still sound so pristine still, after so many years of being professional singers touring making album after album glad it just got finished being a damn bumblebee that's oh that's right and that's scary ass yep. show um but they <laughs> sound amazing I think that was probably my favorite part. I was so glad that they were singing live along with the records. Yes, yes. Um, they just, oh, man, they were they just Amazing. beautiful. It was beautiful. 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 Yeah. No hate amongst the two of them. None. None. No. You know, like no literally, pettiness. they were having a good time. Yeah. None. A true celebration. They're really our friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That was great. The verses that was keep great. getting better and better. I, I, I'm loving that they, you know, are tapping into R and B still. Like, and it. It's showing people because uh, I always hear R&B singers say that the industry says that, you know, R&B is pretty much the most underrated or, you know, they don't get as much acclaim as you would in, say, hip hop. But I'm loving the fact that, you know, Swiss and Timberland, such versatile producers, you know, they say, of course, we, you know, worked with some heavy hitting rappers. But, you know, R&B, soul, like these are the things that we are really, that really built our, our foundation. So it's a pleasure to see that these two legends together sharing the stage, for going real. hit for hit with all that love. So shout out to everybody behind Versus and especially Patty and Gladys Patty, and Dion. Patty. And Gladys was jamming on and on, kissing and a hugging. That was that was that she was jamming, <laughs> playing all them good. Live your life. Hey, Gladys was jamming. And Y'all want to make me play that shit. What's funny too is mm-hmm. they were like. Uh, what do you think they're going to come out wearing? I was like, pantsuits. What you think? <laughs> Duh, hello. Like, immediately, Louboutins and pantsuits, and then boom. Clearly. <laughs> and somebody else in the comments talking about Gladys sitting up there thick as hell, but ain't nobody going to say nothing. Oh, my God, <laughs> stop <laughs> it, though. <laughs> and then shout the- out to Dion Warwick in the end. That was a treat. Yes. Pulled up on him, okay? Pulled up. Dion. Ben Warwick. Um <laughs> Somebody else is in the comments like, this that music you used to stroke to and you ain't have to worry about condoms. Stop <laughs> it, no. <laughs> so, yes, Auntie Chella happened. It was an amazing sight to see. If you missed it, um, it is worth going back to rewatch on YouTube. Um, do we? Do you want to predict or put out in the air future verses, verses that we'd want to see? What do we, no, because they don't do nothing but steal them every time I say them. So no, I ain't saying well, nothing. Well, now. all right. Well, we'll just keep that in our heads in case we want to forecast in the future. Then until I then. just want to say that I am shocked that Swizzy said that Janet doesn't have enough songs for verses. I'm like, what? I see, but I listened again because I was shocked too. And what he was saying was that. Janet has a different type of vibe and songs then because they they brought her up in comparison to Missy to like have them go Janet against each other 
Yeah, and he was like, Janet is a different vibe. He was like, she's not, she don't have the same vault that Missy has, mm. meaning that now she has less music or, right. or less quality, less of a uh, caliber of music. You know what I'm saying? He was just saying it's basically an uneven match. It would be like um, Britney Spears going against Gladys Knight. You know what I'm saying? Like like, I like mean, two different two types different, of music. I like, get the, the different yeah. types of music, but saying she don't have the same vault to me, that don't make no damn sense. It's Janet Jackson. Like she spans yeah. decades. Like she does, but I see I think I see where you're going, Dustin. Like Janet has a lot of music, yes, but like her vaults as far as like each of those types of um I don't want to say topics, but there are certain things that like Missy kind of can touch a little bit of everywhere. Whereas Janet, you know, you know her mostly and mainly, you know, for sex and confidence. But like, does she ever branch out in other ways the way that Missy does? Like, I think and she, she does did. to a degree, but yeah. I don't think she has think enough. Of all you know the what I'm Janet saying? Janet eras, like, I rather see Janet versus like Madonna or Janet. Yeah, versus so like, that would be you know sickening. what I'm saying. Like a, yeah, I yeah. want something like that. Well, no, like, I don't. I don't Missy. think Janet needs to necessarily go against Missy. I, I can, I agree with you that that's a, a weird verse mm-hmm. but I, pairing, yeah, yeah, it's a very weird pairing. But I'm with you on, you know what that would be like. That's like when, when uh, they put Scott Storch. You know, like that was just <laughs> such a weird. Pa- it's like what is happening right now? <laughs> like if Missy play her her gospel corner, what's Janet gonna play? Um, let's wait a while. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Hold, me. Hold me. Don't ever let me go. <laughs> Say it just one time. <laughs> but I do want to see Janet on versus. I want to oh, see Oh, me too. For sure. That she would deserves. That would be yes. sick. And you know she going to get she up better and bring that dancing. Baby. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring the baby out, and I hope he's asking dance too. That would just be the bomb. Hey, if her baby come out now? doing he the if choreography, if that baby come out doing that if choreography, it's a wrap. I'm telling you, I can't. Ooh. I can't. Listening to your favorite podcast—that's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University—that's really smart. With 24/7 access to coursework. No set class times and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. So that does it for verses in this part of the Music Man segment. Now we'll just get to our listens lately where we will hear from these two beautiful people what they've been listening to lately Fran I hope you're over there scroll scroll scrolling you know so, you can lay us, so you can lay us down with all the vibes you've been feeling you know I know you, you keep a harem of talented folk <laughs> um I <clears throat> so y'all know I love Jordan Rakai he's mm-hmm. like my forever fave um he dropped a new song called wind parade that survived so i definitely want to play that for y'all and this is how it goes
Summer tune where you just walking, driving, riding your bike like that's a mood. I love Jordan yes. Ricardo. He never he never misses. Um, and then my friend put me on to an artist that he's actually working with, signed to Rock Nation called Maida, spelled M A E T A. She has a new record with Buddy, produced by K Trinata. Hey. And it's called Teen Scene. He sent it over my way, and I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have to listen to that. And this is how it goes. I grew up in housing trucks. Fell out summer when all the kids were out. Both of them Hell are just yeah. a vibe, right? That's just a. You just said a she's dope. on a Rock Nation. Maida, yeah, she's dope. She's I a new, love that. right? A new signee, and she's just dope. Um, they've been putting out. If you look at her, uh, Spotify, she has a lot of really dope songs. Um, shout out to Omar. He sent me her her Spotify and was like, just check her out. Let me know what you think. Hey. She's super dope. Yeah, M A E T A. For those of you who are looking to find out how you spell it, Maida. Dope ass artist, and I love this record. I was like, that's a vibe. That record's gonna do very well. It's, it's definitely a fun, feel good record. So, those are she my 19? two. A baby making wow. bomb ass music already, but she has a good team behind love her. It. Y'all know Omar Grant is behind a lot of big, dope artists, so she's in good hands. That's it. Those are my two. Damn, that was some good, some heat, friend. Thank you. What about you, Dustin Ross? What you over there jamming to? <laughs> to be honest with you, ever since that versus battle came on on Sunday, I've literally been in my bag in that Patty and Gladys yes. bag. So I just, Ooh, that's a really good nothing, idea. You know, yeah, I mean, I really can't even. I just want to encourage everybody to stream as much Patty LaBelle and Gladys Night music as you can. Yeah. If you need some suggestions, you can go in that Patty bag and listen to Isn't It a Shame off of the last LaBelle album. Going Down Makes Me Shiver off of the last LaBelle album. Um, it took a long time off of Nightbirds by LaBelle. You can listen to Gladys Knight's License to Kill song from the James Bond soundtrack. You can listen to, um, again, Neither One of Us by Gladys Knight. You can listen to the entire Claudine soundtrack. Um, there's just a wealth of, of music there. So I suggest that everyone takes a deep dive into Gladys and Patti LaBelle's catalogs. I'm with that. Catalogs. I love it. That's the, shit I, that's the shit I'm on this week. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, that is some A1 musical selections there. I would like to present you with a song from <clears throat> Trippy Red featuring Busta Rhymes. And the name of the song is called what? I Got You. Okay. And it's sampling the Busta Rhymes and Mariah Carey song, Baby, If You Give It To Me. So, I would like you all to listen. And here we go. <laughs> no cap. I'm the one out <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Feeding for your love every damn day. Put my love above, drive me insane. A little hit and see a lot of new say. Baby, make a movie with me, Blu-ray. Couldn't save me from myself, but it's too late. Sorry for inconveniences and more swag. Slides fucking to bitches, sipping Kool-Aid. Yeah. Baby, if you give it to me, I'll give it to you. You know that I got you, hey. Shorty, if you give it to me, I'll give it to you. You know that I got you, hey. I just love the fact he was going up there. Shorty, if you give it to me. Like, <laughs> shout out to the Mariah sample. That's dope. Yo, wow, we're really at that age where our artists are getting sampled out here. My God. <laughs> crazy. I heard that and I just hey. heard him doing that, that high part in the back and all that. And I was just like, damn. And then Buster sound good on it too. So, you know, dope. check out Trippy Ray. You know, I know he looked, you know, how he looked, but you know, the song jam. <laughs> People always say that to me, like, damn, how can you look at him? I'm like, well, I'm just, come on, guys. Listen to the music. I don't know. <laughs> so that's it here for the Music Man segment. Now I would like to parlay it on to Dustin Ross and T-Bay. Dustin, what you been watching? First of all, this was a, a action-packed weekend TV. Starting this week off a little bit different with the Tamron Hall Show. Y'all know I love Tamron Hall. Yeah. Um, amazing talk show. Her season two premiere was this Monday, and she opened with Andrew Gillum's first tell-all interview ever since the scandal happened in the Miami hotel room where he was found in a very compromising position. Um, during this interview with him and his wife, R.J. Gillum, who sat by his side, he uh, informed Tamron Hall and the rest of the world that he actually identifies as a bisexual man, mm. um, that this is something that his wife has known for many, many years. Mm. And that's their reality. That's their existence. So it really opened up the floor to a much larger conversation about bisexuality and how prevalent it may or may not be in relationships um, and just a, a great conversation. But. You know, um, Andrew Gillum was a Democratic hopeful for governor of the state of Florida. He made it very close. Um, and, uh, you know, it just seeing a black man who had made such uh, progress in the political arena um, kind of have that fall from grace. It was nice. It felt good to see him then come and do this interview, you know, months later with his wife by his side and kind of mm -hmm. face all this shit head on. So. If you get a chance to watch that I'm online, definitely watch it. There's also, that. thank you for sure. Yeah, there's a def, there's a um, a 27 or 28 minute after show as well where Tamron has a um, a sex expert and relationship expert um, come and join her as well as a virtual audience who has lots of questions um, that they ask as well. It's just a great conversation. So shout out to Tamron Hall. She's gonna have some really special shows mm. um, in the second season of hers. So keep an eye on that. Um, 
Real Housewives of Potomac was great. I really don't know where to begin or where to end, but I just know that we're building up towards the brawl for it all next week, which is the <laughs> physical altercation that took place between Monique and Candace. Everybody's picking a side. You know, I've been very clear about where I'm at with this, you know, and that's just what it is. So Potomac has been good. Karen got drunk this week doing fireball shots and was funny. She gave the comic release that we know and love her <laughs> for. Um, Monique's bird is getting on everybody's Everybody. Nerves. She has a bl- an African parrot named T'Challa that keeps running away but knows how to say his name now. So that's just, it's, you know, it's something different, something different to see. Um what I also want to talk about is the next season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. They are adding two new cast members, one of whom is Drew Sedora. Ooh. You guys have seen her. She's an actress. Oh, um, Drew Sedora. Played T-Boz in the TLC movie, amongst a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So she's one of the new housewives. And then there is a woman named LaToya Ali, who is a YouTuber. I she know goes LaToya. By LaToya forever. That's the homie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... It's so funny you say that because I've heard our name tossed around for about the past two years um, as a potential cast member on the show on Real Housewives That's of Atlanta. That's so random. <laughs> and I do know that she filmed some last season, but for some reason they didn't add her to the cast. But this season, I heard she is showing up and showing out. So I was like, let me dig into her background a little bit and just kind of get to know her before we meet her on the camera. Yeah. So I started watching her YouTube channel beautiful family beautiful children she is absolutely adorable Mm -hmm. i love her energy Mm -hmm. i love her spirit loved everything about her and so i'm so excited for latoya uh, ali to be on the real housewives next season yes friend like i I was very impressed by her (laughs) very impressed by her friend um so that's she's a fun time you know like that's the best way to describe her she's funny high energy I don't necessarily know what she's going to bring to that show. Like, I'm so curious mm-hmm. um, if they're, you know, people always blame like the editing or if they're going to try mm-hmm. to fit her mm-hmm. into a specific character. I, I just want to mm-hmm. see how this is going to play out because she honestly is just a ray of sunshine. So see, I'm curious. you're making me like her even yeah, more. Yeah, like she's super fun. So I'm curious to see how this is going to pan out for her. What an interesting career choice. I'm like, girl, what? (laughs) I love it. And I just, after watching her YouTube channel, just to kind of familiarize myself, you know, with her a little bit more before the season airs, I have to say, like, I'm intrigued and I want to see her um, mingle with this cast. Mm -hmm. I do know that she has become good friends with, well, she already was friends with Candy Burris. And now that she's joined the cast, I know she's become really good friends with Kenya Moore. Um, And so I just think this is just going to be interesting. I want to see how this plays out. Um, And it brings in a new market. You know, yeah. brand new market, fresh face, Young, youth, youthful energy, internet. YouTube. Yeah, this is yeah. internet. This is an internet market that's getting brought in. So I'm super curious how that works. I am. I too, Fran, am curious as to how this is going to work. So it looks like you'll be watching this season. I with might me, be huh, because I hey. got to support uh-huh, the uh-huh, homie. Yeah, so that's it. It's been a lot of other stuff on TV this week, but um, that's really all I want to talk about. Oh, one more thing. Ghost. Power Book 2 Ghost. Mm. I don't know if you guys have been watching it. I have not. Should I watch it? I don't know. Yes, you should watch it. Yes, you should watch it. You should. Absolutely. You should. Do I need to finish the black? You should. Okay. Because I never finished Power. You should should definitely finish it. Okay. Just so you can have a a, a well-rounded context 
to all the for where they're picking they, up from all right yeah because you, you might not need all of it you know at, at jump but they're gonna like probably drop more stuff throughout the season because it's all tied in together yeah so eventually you will have to okay Oh, but I just want to make one uh, random uh, notable moment for me. Uh, shout out to Eric Jerome Dickey. Just because when Giselle was winning her book award, she mm-hmm. was in the same he was category one of the, yeah. as Eric Jerome Dickey. And I was like, what? And I couldn't. We all laughed. I did laugh. At Giselle, not at Eric, you lose. Right, because, because she, Eric Jerome Dickey has given so much to black at, literature. At black, absolutely. I've read all of his books. I've talked about how he's one of my favorite authors on this program many times. And so hearing Giselle's name mentioning his um, as an author and seeing her win an award, you know, I'm not hating on nobody's comeuppance, but I will <laughs> say that um, one of these things just ain't like the other. And that's it for the television land segment <laughs> this week. Thank you. And that's it. Look at Asante. I know you want to say something. So (laughs) thank you so much for listening to us this week. As always, we love you so much. And we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Stay black and protect your magic. (laughs) Bye. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application.